Welcome back to the Women's Startup Challenge podcast. I'm Allison Capen, founder of Women Who Tech. Each week, we feature one of 10 women-led startups whose products we think have the potential to make a big impact in this world. Then, after the show, you get to rate each startup's pitch at womenwhotech.com backslash vote. At the end of the season, we'll award $5,000 to the winning startup determined by our guest investors and you, our listeners. Joining me on the podcast today as our guest investor is Adam Zuckerman. Adam is the Director of Ventures and Innovation for Discovery. Adam, it's really great to have you on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. So, Adam, as you know, there has been a decline in women pursuing engineering in college. And a lot of schools and organizations have been trying to fix this problem. And our next guest is Abigail Edgecliffe Johnson, and she's the founder of Racia, which is a New York City education tech startup. They've developed a super cool race car to help kids get involved with STEM. That's pretty cool, right? It is. So, Abigail, welcome to the Women's Startup Challenge podcast. Adam and I would love to hear more about what you're doing with Racia. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's great being here. I have to start with a quick question. Uh, which do you think kids prefer, homework or toys? Homework, definitely. <laughs> Your kids are weird. Most kids prefer toys. Um, and actually, <laughs> no, seriously, statistically, most kids prefer toys. And, you know, parents, they also want to help their kids succeed, right? And they want them to survive the robot apocalypse. So they think, you know, I know I'm going to buy my kids educational toys. But actually, most of those toys don't end up getting played with because for kids, they still feel like homework. They're just not that exciting. So I started to ask, okay, well, what is exciting for kids? And I realized it's race cars. Because whether you are six or 60, people really just love cars. They love racing. And I thought, okay, well, what if you could combine that fun and excitement of a radio-controlled or RC car with those critical STEM skills that we know kids are going to need that Allison was just talking about? Um, and so I built Racia to do just that. Um, our first product is a customizable, programmable radio-controlled car that gets kids excited about design and engineering. That's great. So explain how it works. Yeah. Um, what's awesome is that it works right out of the box. So there's no setup time. You don't need your parents' help. You just start playing. And, but as you play, you realize, oh, wait, you can change the wheels and the gears and the shocks and ultimately even the source code. So in the box and online, we give kids a series of challenges to encourage them to do more with their car. And then we explain the science behind what they're doing. So the wheels are friction and the gears are torque and actually there's kinetic energy all over the place. And you know, kids might start by you know, jumping their car off a ramp or drag racing around the living room. But as they master that, they can progress from these sort of simple engineering challenges into more complex robotics and even AI. Mm -hmm. that, that's really interesting. And the concepts that you're talking about, kinetic energy, some of them can be very simple to explain, but they can also trend toward being very advanced. How are you trying to adapt and hit an entire generation of children? Are you focused on one specific grade, one specific age, or are you trying to approach from top to bottom? So we're definitely more bottom to top, actually, if you will, because with Racia, you can progress from those simple concepts up to more complicated concepts. And for us, there is a huge difference in feeling friction you know, in real life and seeing how torque affects the movement of the car in real life that you just don't get with an app or an online game. And so we have built Racia to both have this kind of 
educational component that comes just from the toy itself, from using the toy itself, and the uh, in-the-box content and the online content that really helps kids understand these concepts more deeply. And we will go as deep as they want to go. Who's your competition? So there are a couple of different markets that we cross. There's the STEM toy market, which is about an $800 million market, and then the toy sort of vehicle market, which is another like $1.4 billion market. And in the STEM market, you get a lot of these toys that are just really focusing on teaching kids how to code, right? That's all they're really interested in. And then the other side is these kit toys, which are those one and done homework toys that, you know, end up sitting dusty on a shelf. And then on the other side, you've got those toys, the, you know, the RC cars that have a lot of excitement, but no educational elements. And they are almost entirely targeted to boys. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing something totally new, right? We define STEM as much more than just coding. Like I said, we grow with the child. So when you're six, you're putting on stickers and changing the wheels. But when you're 16, you're putting on sensors and you're turning it into an autonomous vehicle. And we know that we appeal to both boys and girls. Because when we take this to playgrounds, girls play with it longer and they fight for it harder than the boys do. That's wonderful. Which is, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so so let, let, let me ask this. If I'm a parent and I want to purchase the, the toy, but I don't have much experience with STEM, with education in this specific realm, what do I need to know? Is it is it so self-explanatory that I can figure it out? Or is this really a learning process for me and my child as well? How does that How does that play? Yeah, sure. So I don't like toys that I need to supervise my children on. So I've built Racia so that the parent doesn't need to know anything. They don't need to help. They can obviously get involved if they want to, because frankly, like I said, race cars are really fun and parents Mm -hmm. want to play Mm -hmm. with them too. But as a parent, you don't have to know how to do STEM. You don't have to know how to do design or science and engineering in order for your kids to play and enjoy. We actually take you on that journey with us through the content and through the car itself is just really easy to use. Mm-hmm. So I buy it, I give it to my child, they unpackage it. Nobody gets cut fingers from the plastic because you use the prototype, right? Which is wonderful. Walk me through that. <laughs> they, they play with it for 12 hours and then grandma and grandpa come over. They sit down with, the, with their grandchildren and go, tell me about this car. Tell me about this toy. What did you learn? What do they respond? They say, let me show you all the cool stuff it can do. Watch when I put the wheels on and they're slick wheels, car slides all over the room. But when I put the rubbery wheels on, they it can actually climb over things and jump over stuff. And mom, that's friction. Grandma, that's friction. And I learned it from this book and I, or I learned it on the, you know, on racy.com. All right. Now, what's your revenue model? So how are you selling? How do you plan to sell? Where are you going sure. to do this? Yeah. So we start with direct to consumer sales, mm-hmm. um, you know, on racia.com and ultimately, you know, Amazon and places like that. But we start with the direct to consumer sales of the car and then we expand into the add ons and the customizations, like I mentioned, the sensors. Um, but we're also building the STEM content so that some of it will be sort of premium STEM content, right? So we have 3D design tutorials that help kids learn how to do the the 3D design of totally new accessories for their car. So, you know, maybe when grandma comes over the next time, now your car looks like a dragon because you 3D printed a new dragon body for it. Um, And then, of course, other revenue options for us are things like partnerships, right? Brands like Ford or, or Samsung and GE, they're putting a lot of money into funding STEM programming. So we're certainly poised to capture some of that. 
And then uh, there's an ed tech play here as well, right? Selling directly into schools, after school programs, summer camps. But our initial is a direct to consumer. Mm -hmm. And what kind of traction are you having right now? Have you explored any of those brand conversations? Uh, have you sold in? Uh, I know that you mentioned that you are doing some market testing with with children in playgrounds, but where are you right now in terms of rollout? Yeah, sure. So the great thing about hardware is in order to get the product right, you have to put it into people's hands over and over and over again. So we've done a ton of real world testing, like I said, playgrounds, but also maker fairs, world's fairs, schools, science camps, and all of these places that have allowed us to build a community of really engaged kids and parents. Um, because people just get it and they get really excited by it. And, and among those people are folks like Good Morning America and the Design Innovation Awards who just love what we're trying to build. Um, and we were actually one of the very first companies to raise equity crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. And we raised $85,000 from people we had never met who just really believed in our mission. And right now, as we speak, we're actually running a Kickstarter because we're ready to launch the product and we are really, really excited to get it into people's hands. All right. So if you have the Kickstarter that's going and you already did the the other intros to the market, where are you actually sourcing your product from? Because it sounds like there's many people that are expecting or will soon be expecting to have one of the racias show up at their door. Yeah. So we have uh, really good manufacturing partners in China who are super good at injection molding. And also the electronics that we're getting are actually hobby grade electronics. I don't know if you're familiar with mm -hmm. the difference between like a hobby car and a regular car, but hobby cars are really fancy and customizable. Mm -hmm. So we're taking those same hobby grade electronics uh, and putting them in our car to make it really robust. Um, so yeah, we've got a, a really nice supply chain and we have the most incredible supply chain uh, woman working with us who has helped us source from some of the best factories. So we're ready to go. All right. So that'll lead me to my second to last question that goes directly into the team. Who are you working yeah. with? Where do they get their background really quickly? Yeah. So my team are really awesome at hardware. Um, they've built and shipped way more complicated hardware products than this one. They just happen to be kind of crazy RC car enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. um, and then my role as the founder, my background is actually in anthropology. I'm a doctor of anthropology. And my role has always been to understand people and why they do what they do. You know, all the best design firms have anthropologists on staff to build people-centered products. Mm -hmm. And that's actually even how Racius started, which was watching my kids never feeling that great about the toys I was buying them. And I created Racia so parents like me could give our kids toys we could feel really good about. All right. And last question is if people want to find Racia, more information, what's the website they should go to? Racia.com. Easy enough. Like, yeah, come on, I'll race you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Abigail, it was so awesome to have you on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast. And I also have to say that I actually want this car, even though I don't fit the demographic. I I'm going. We will take everyone, all comers. We have no judgments. <laughs> we love you all. Come play with us. It's really yeah. fun. Yes, no, please. Definitely. It's it's awesome. awesome, awesome product. Well, thank you both so much for having me. This has been great fun. I love talking about these cars, and I'm I'm just so excited to see people like you and everybody else playing with them. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Take care. So Adam, I I love this product. Like I said, like I want this for yeah. myself. 
Me too. Because I want to build cars. Um, one of the things that I'm really impressed about was, um, as someone who's very involved in STEM myself, is that this wasn't your typical girly girl type product like Goldie Blocks. Like, no offense to Goldie Blocks. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. think, I think it's awesome what they've been doing. But I loved that, like, it. That anybody can relate to this, whether you're a boy or a girl or, you know, a a woman or a man. I think that that it's something that is so needed and I'm just super excited about it and I'd love to get your thoughts. I I think it's absolutely wonderful when she said that the, the girls in the playground are playing for it and fighting for it more than the guys. That's that just brings a smile to my face. It's it's wonderful to hear. The the market is pretty diverse. There's a lot of competition, especially for toys. That said, if it's as promising as she makes it out to be, I'm excited to see where this thing takes off to. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to build your own race car? I want to right now. I know. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast today. Go to womenwhotech.com backslash vote to rate this startup. We can't wait to hear what you think. And make sure you tune in next week to hear our next women-led startup pitch. And we will see you then. 